This is a download from MFR. The Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Hello and welcome to this week's Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR. On this week's show, we'll look back at the win over Hearts, or was that defeat to Cali Thistle, and look ahead to our dream team looking for a centre half partnership. Lots of options in there too. Uh, all the guys are with me in the studio. Uh, to my left, Davy Balfour wearing the away kit, modelled yeah. uh, beautifully. Jack Davis wearing the retro home kit of two seasons ago. No club colours from uh, Andy Johnson or Don Johnson. Good guys, good to have you. Good to see you once more. I didn't think I would be saying that after the weekend, but there you go. Um, Davey, I'll start with you. Um, a fine victory over Hearts. Uh, 2 0 on the end, perhaps. Uh, should have been more. I definitely should have been more. I think the only reason it wasn't more was down to Jamie McDonald. I think yes, he had a brilliant game. Um, if there was anybody outside of Cali Thistle side that deserved the man of the match award, it was him. Uh, one particular great save from Richie Forden. Um, you really must have been thinking he was going to pick the bones out of it, but uh, yeah, got there. Um, again, the first, I think, the first half. Well, first half we did a lot. The second half, I thought, I thought they didn't get near us. But Hearts might as well have packed up and gone home after forty-five minutes. They really didn't get anywhere near us, and we closed that game out beautifully. Uh, I heard a lot of people on forums and stuff saying it should have been six or seven. Didn't need to be. Um, Two 0 was absolutely fine. Um, Hearts could have played till Monday. They wouldn't have scored. Um, and that's no, that's not anything uh, derogatory uh, against Hearts. It's just simply that that's how they were allowed to play. I was sitting at Easter Road and I saw the second goal go in and I was kind of fearing a 5 or 6 nil job, I have to admit. But then, you know, a win's a win these days in the the Premiership. Uh, Jack, how did you see it? Uh, probably one of the most convincing 2 nil wins you'll see all season, really. I think Hearts definitely didn't have too much going forward. A couple of chances, Jamie Walker possibly should have scored with Graham Shinney. Made that wee mistake and Walker was in and hit the post, but... Apart from that, they didn't offer too much um, with us again, yeah. A couple of chances in the second half to really kill off the game, but uh, we'll take a 2-0 over Hearts and 13 points out of 15. Not a bad wee start before the international break as well. Still top of the table as well. Uh, Andy, I think the big thing there was uh, what Davey said was, uh, particularly against the, uh, the likes of Motherwell this season, Cali Thistle have gone into a kind of commanding lead and they've seen it out which I think is the difference from the last couple of seasons. They've managed to you know, to, to get into the lead and, and, and not grind it out, but just comfortably see the game out. I know Hearts were just to 10 men, but you know, Cali Thistle aren't, aren't panicking. They're, they're getting results fairly easy. No, well, I don't think the results are fairly easy. You do a disservice to the other teams, and in particular Hearts. You look at Jamie Barr. Jamie Barr got sent off, wasn't it? No, Jamie Hamill. J- Jamie Hamill, sorry. Um, I mean, he put his face on the line. <laughs> quite literally um, but they, they did they, they, I thought their defence were throwing themselves in at the end stopping blocking and, and it was credit to them as well that that, that, that that we didn't score anymore but going back to last year this time last year I think what we were five wins oh sorry sorry five draws mm-hmm. uh, and we were winning we were winning in 14 games going into the last few minutes uh, and draws were pulled out where the team seemed to not not I suppose not quite panic, but they, they kind of withdrew a little bit. They were, 
you know, tentative going forward. Um, there were, you know, their passes were going awry. And we lost a lot of points last year at the end. Um, and I haven't seen that. No, I wouldn't say it's panic, but I haven't seen that in them. I've seen there's confidence in them. They were passing the ball around. We were wanting them to go forward, but they passed the ball around. There were 15, 16 passes made going forward, coming back. So there was a real confidence in them um, and, their, and their ability and everybody's ability. And I think that's what's, what's shown through this season so far. Bear in mind that there's only two different people there mm-hmm. from last season. I know laterally last season, you know, we lost Gary and, and Richie and, and people were struggling a little bit with injuries. But uh, the team's looking fit. As Terry said, there was no injuries coming off. And I think that was important that they got out of the Hearts game with no injuries. Um, Hearts have, have historically been quite physical, you know. Um, and at the end, the, the, we, we, we left that top of the league 13 points from 15 and no injuries uh, and you can't uh, you just you know you just can't complain about that at all it's been the best ever start for Cali Thistle and it's been a dream start in many oh, yeah. in many ways uh, Don um, I noticed uh, that the photos of Terry Butcher uh, trying to, to punch uh, Billy as he, as he come off yeah. um, penalty takers Billy isn't a great penalty taker I think James Vincent is now well, well and truly the, the spot kick man for sure, um, that was Billy was wanting his, his hat trick, and it's easy to it's easy to sit in the sidelines and say, you know, Billy's not the penalty taker. Um, but when when the guy's sitting needing one goal for the hat trick, you know, especially when I'm sitting with twenty five to one and a fiver on it, you know, <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna back Billy all the way for taking that uh, penalty kick. But do you know what? It was it was it, it was well saved. You know, it was it was a decent strike penalty and it was well saved. And it just goes back to what Davy was saying about McDonald um having a great game. Um and it was probably justice to be honest, because it, it should never have been a penalty um in the first place. You know, there was absolute criminal for, for Hamill to have, have been given the penalty against him and then to to rub salt on the wounds by sending them off that should, that should never have happened and I hope it's overturned I don't know if that decision has been made yeah I think if you look we, we've got the camera behind the goals which is directly and it's got the, the line from the, the referee to Jamie Hamill and it and it does look from that oh, line yeah. that it strikes his hand Yeah. but all the other cameras and certainly from the, the gantry side it's quite clear uh, that it strikes his face but it's just that angle and I can, and I can understand I think he doesn't help himself by going up with a hand. Yeah, his hand's up there, but right. it clearly strikes his face, and, and there's no movement in the hand at yeah, all. Yeah, but, but I mean, he's only what? He's only a couple of yards away yeah. from it as well. You know, it's one of those. Yeah, it's just so quick. Know, um, yeah, it's it's. I've seen them g- not given more often than given. You know, purely from the fact that you know, you're two yards away from the ball, and somebody's welling at you. What are you going to do? You know, I, I don't buy this whole hands in natural or unnatural positions your hands do what your hands need to do to keep you balanced and whatnot mm-hmm. when you're running and, and playing etc unless somebody's making a deliberate move to stop a ball with their hand then you know unless of course it happens against us at some point in the game <laughs> <laughs> the line, they might have a different view in it but you, you know Hart, Hearts played really well in the first half Hearts they were passing the ball when they had the ball they were passing the ball about well they just lacked any bite up front they've got nobody you know up front who's, who's got a killer finish um, or proved to have the killer finish on the day, and yeah, they had a couple of players out, but um, we 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 negated the, the a lot of the, the the threat that they showed, and then in the second half, 
I kind of get the feeling they just sat in and didn't want to, you know, they, they sensed the hiding as well, mm-hmm. and they didn't want the hiding, mm-hmm. and just it was young because it would wreck, wreck, on, the, wreck on, the confidence of the young lads if they were to come away yeah. Oh, yeah. we don't disrespect to Cali Thistle but to lose 5 6 nil in Inverness you know it's unheard of for a Hearts team that, that yeah. really is you know so I think the stats were sitting about it was about 19-3 yeah, yeah. for efforts you yeah. know mm-hmm. I mean it was, yeah. it was so, so yeah you know I don't think uh, I still see enough in that Hearts team to, to pull them out of trouble this season and, and to get you know I think they'll, they'll give themselves a fighting chance of staying up you know, pull themselves back into it and staying up, um, you know, because they're going to play. There's other there's other teams in this league who are not firing on all four cylinders and who are far from firing on all four cylinders. So <laughs> I don't think there's anything for for Hearts to to worry are you about. Casting an eye over the bridge, Don. Sl- perhaps well, St Mirren and and <laughs> Ross County. I don't see too much from St Johnson. They're not they're not the team that they were last season. I don't think you know. So yeah, there, there's a few teams out there who are who are just not up to speed yet and the Farks can take advantage of that and get another few points before these other teams start start gelling and whatnot then you know they're going to be right back in the hunt and and, and looking to secure survival come the end of the season Moving back to the top of the table Davey uh, you did say last week and I think you're going to stick by this aren't you you, you think Cali Thistle not are, are going to could win the, the, the Premiership title um, five games in and you're well, you're, you're in with a shout it's only five games in. Uh, aye, I've seen nothing to change that 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 point of view. Um, I think that the the sides that we have played so far, um, we have won against comfortably. The teams that we've won against Dundee United, we managed uh, a good away win, a good dominant away win. The game against Celtic, I genuinely believe that we should have won that. And the more I look at that, um, the penalty that wasn't, um, you know. Um, you, you'd make a case for us, us winning that game. Um, Celtic have not strengthened to the degree that I thought they might have done. Um, with them being in the group stages of the Champions League, that I will be off the off the league to a degree, um, but only to a degree. Um, but there isn't anything else there to. To, to, to frighten us and it's the same I'm with Dawn, I'm with Dawn on the Hearts one I think Hearts will, will, will escape relegation easily and they're 8 points behind now I think yeah and uh, all you have to now do is to, to win every game against St Mirren um, which is what the, you will manage to do that and, uh, and take it from there um, St Mirren are a team I can see have been in real trouble this year so I've not seen anything that's going to frighten us. I've not seen anything that, that that's going to say to me, now you've been a mug here, son. Um, traditionally, we'll get to Christmas and freeze a bit and mm-hmm. and we'll drop points and, and people will gurn at Terry and, uh, and, and Billy Mackay will suddenly decide that he wants to go somewhere else and all these things will all happen around about January and I'll be made to look like an idiot again. But I don't think that's actually going to happen this year. You mentioned, um, uh, I sorry, see no, I see, I see nothing to to suggest that that will happen. You mentioned Billy Mackay. The transfer window is closed. Yes, he's in red hot form, isn't he? I mean, it's just a a case of not if but when uh, clubs come in for him in January. Uh, I noticed you, you started a a post on Cali Thistle online. How much is uh, is he worth, Jack? How much is Billy Mackay worth? Um. It's difficult to say, really. I suppose he's he is in 
red hot form right now and there were a few offers in for him weren't there a few Russian teams apparently offering a couple of bags of potatoes I think was the offer made for Billy Mackay but I think um, it's just one of these things I think just somehow playing for Cali Thistle means that teams are never going to offer for these players even though Billy Mackay's been buying them in if he, if he carries on doing it there's no chance he'll be at Cali Stadium for too much longer and even if you look at players like even Aaron Doran, you know what I mean? Teddy must be rubbing his hands with joy knowing he's got him on a three-year deal the way he's playing. So, yeah, well, I would expect nothing less than half a million for Billy McKay, even, even more. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheap. I think you maybe do him a disservice in that there's there's nobody interested. We We haven't heard about what interest or any interest there might have been. Um, for all we know... Agents have been, will have been, or you know, I have little doubt that agents will have been making phone calls, not necessarily attached to any team, but you know, the, who be looking to punt them on elsewhere, or may have people interested in them. And I think the club played it very clever from from the start, because Terry's all Terry's spoken about is how long he's got left in his contract, how much we value him, how you know we're not going to let him go for a, a song. So. Yeah, a couple of people have come in with cheeky offers and stuff like that, but Terry, Terry's been very clever, and, and word would have been out there, you know, these just talks going on in the background that you'll never ever know about, um, you know. But I don't think, I don't think the club would have let him go for anything less than seven figures had somebody come in, especially when he's got, you know, when he's got a bit of time left on his contract. Plus, as well, he's racking up the international appearances too. Yeah. he's scoring goals for fun. Um, you know, I mean, you yeah. look at. I saw a guy on Saturday, James Collins, and him's paid two hundred and fifty thousand pounds or whatever it was for him. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, I, I know I know a few strikers say they could have bought for for better money. But yeah, so. I mean, you you look at you talk about how much is a player worth, and you can you can look how many league positions is Billy Mackay worth? You know, three per season over the next two seasons. That's six league paces, uh, seventy eighty thousand a place. You know, that, there's your half a million right there. Um, plus, you've got to, you've got to replace him. You've got to find somebody to replace him with. Um, you know, I say you're replacing like for like. You know, that's a, another half a million. So you're straight away, you're looking at a, a million pound value on his head. Um, you know, before you actually look at, you know, what the potential is there, and yeah, you know, so and seven figures, an easy seven figures that he's worth. Um, and yeah, you know, I I think. When come January, when some of the the League One teams or and Championship teams down south are are struggling a bit and they're looking for a goal scorer, and Billy Mackay's already got twenty goals by Christmas, <laughs> um, yeah. you know that that somebody's going to make somebody's going to make it as an offer that we 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 simply can't refuse, um, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but the, sorry, Davey. Is that the point that that Agdestein then steps in? I think we'll see Agdestein before that. I think. Terry's found a, a start to the season. He's got a squad that's working. He's got a system that's working. Um, and in the past, we've kind of got caught out when it's come to like the second round of games because we've had no no way to shift things about. Or teams have got to know us, and we've had no you know we can't shift about. And, and teams have been able to negate things a bit. Um, Augustine's another option. As is Curtis Allen. You know, mm-hmm. he's another option. I like Toby in the brief uh, kind of time time I saw him. Uh, play for the under twenties, yeah, and he was almost in the Billy McKay mould. So it looks like Terry's 
you might, might change the system up later as the season goes on, but he, he's almost got a a, repl- a ready-made yeah. replacement there uh, with Toby coming in for, for Billy. Uh, Andy, I think Davey mentioned it as well, there is a few players that Carly Thistle quite in, quite intelligently have, have tied down on, on long-term deals. and Clubs might sniff about, but they'll have to pay. Well, well there's no doubt about that. We're top of the league. Um, you know, and you and, know, and you know, <laughs> and they're they're gonna have to have to pay. What's interesting as well, going back to to these the, the other players that Terry's brought in, we haven't had to use them. We've never had to chase a game. We've always been in the lead. People have always chased us. So we've never, you know, in the Hearts game there, we're, we're in the last few minutes, as, as Terry said, if we just scored the penalty, then there's that that gap there, you know, that bit of leeway that we can bring up a couple of players on, change the system a little bit, try it out. But at 2-0, there was still the chance that, you know, a couple of high balls, you know, that Hearts had some fairly tall players, they could have put one in, put us under pressure, could have been a, a complete game changer. So, you know, you can see the reason why why he, he did this. But uh, we've got a lot of unknowns there. We've seen them play in the pre-seasons we know that there's people in this team that, that have got a bit of style a bit of class and could be clinical finishers you know mm-hmm. uh, talking about Toby um, so it, it, that's that's kind of almost like an exciting part there you know that we've got this confidence because last season when you know especially in that, those last five games and the injuries Gary Warren was out you know Richie's you know serving you know match, match bands that there's well there was um, that midfield at County wasn't there I mean, yeah the, you looked at the, the the guys who were on the not even the bench behind the bench mm-hmm. that day I mean those those guys were Foran Draper Warren and Jones if they're in that team yeah Cali this will win that game for me yeah and obviously not there so yeah. um, and that was that was the problem we had last year we've got several people sitting in the back there that can come in and and do a job for us um, and for me that's when you're really going to see the metal of the team it's when we're chasing because because there's going to be a time when we're going to have to chase and really put the pressure on um, and you know uh, and that's when we're going to see the, the metal of the team I think I think more so than just guys that can do a job but there's guys there who are, are potential game changers yeah yeah you know there's guys there's, there's pace there there's a bit of flair there there's a couple. There's a different kind of striker in Curtis Allen. He's a very different kind of forward player. Um, you know, we've got small guys who can move fast. We've got bigger guys who, are, but you know, who can muscle a game out. Whatever you need to be, there's options there. We, it's been a long, long time since we've had a squad. With, if ever, actually, we've had a squad with so much, with so many options. And picking the bench, I've said it before, picking the bench must be just as difficult as picking the team at the moment. We haven't seen. Uh, ben Greenhaw as well, Jack. He's he's yet to come into the fold as well, and he looked pretty exciting in pre-season. Well, he, he came on against Hearts right at the very mm-hmm. end. He had a couple of chances, but yeah, he's he um, obviously has quite an interesting career for a player who's not even well twenty-one yet. Obviously, had that experience with Inter Milan, and now he's that proper first taste of a, a professional club. So again, that's that's what Don Andy have been saying. It's that strength and depth now that what we've needed the last couple of seasons and we, when we've needed to change things about we haven't had the personnel to do it and now we can and I think it's, it's, a, it's a sign that maybe this season we could maybe not challenge for the title but definitely be well up there and 
for second, third place. I'm getting some really dirty no, looks I, from I think, Davey here. Yeah, but. I think the title is, is, I think, well, Terry Butcher won't uh, like us for talking about title uh, potential uh, in, what, September. But I think top six, at this stage of the season, you'd have to put Cali Thistle down mm-hmm. as, a, as a real favourite to make the top six. Yeah, you would, definitely. Title, oh, yeah. title contender. It's title contender yeah. for me. I'm no, sorry. I would like well, to see a There cup. you go. We have an optimist. I'll tell you what's made a real difference this, this year. Real difference. Um, are the two new players that we've got this year in Richie Foran and Nicky Ross. Mm-hmm. right? Because they are not the same players as they were last year. Richie Foran has had a body transplant from somewhere. <laughs> it's actually only Richie's head that's left. The rest of them's brand new. <laughs> Nicky Ross... Nicky Ross, I'm not sure what's actually... Uh, he's been taken off to an island and reprogrammed somewhere because he's not the same player as he was. That guy is... His work rate is incredible. His upper body strength this year is phenomenal. Yeah, he's, he's banging into challenges. He's taking headers. He's taking all sorts of things that he would never have got last year. Um, and he's been fantastic about it. Richie, you'd expect Richie at this age to be kind of slowing up a little bit. Um, you know, not maybe being as wholehearted, so we say, in some of the challenges that he flies into. Not above it. He's, I think he's, he's he's playing the football of possibly the football of his career mm-hmm. at this moment in time. As we said with Terry there, fantastic the interview. He if he is not named Player of the Month, there's something far wrong. He's been Who's outstanding. Richie, Richie, Richie for it. Yeah, I think he's a lot of his work goes unnoticed by. The judging panel of these awards, and and and, and many uh, kind of central belt kind of biased journalists, but yeah, Richie definitely, and, and Nick Ross, we saw him in the 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 gym, working hard. Uh, so yeah, he he's definitely bulking up as well. And I think um, I think Terry did say that a few years ago about Nick. He wants him to be a bit stronger, and he's he's. I think it's just a combination of a lot of things for Nick Ross, and I think yeah, a lot of game time. A sustained run in the team as well, and he's he's getting there. Uh, talking of teams, squads, and the like, uh, moving on to our dream team. I haven't done predictor this week. There's no game to predict, but I haven't checked the results from last week, and it's fair to say I collected nothing. Okay. I'm pretty sure you collected a point between you, so, well, each or whatever. But yeah, you predicted uh, a Cali Thistle win. Heart overhead in that for me. Um, talking of, of dream teams, we're looking for, of course, for our centre halves. We at the moment have Jim Calder in goals, left back Graham Shinney, right back David Raven. I did jokingly uh, say last week on the show that Gary Warren and Josh Meekings will fill our centre half position. Um, a few people on Twitter have certainly mentioned Gary Warren uh, and Josh Meekings. Um, Grant Monroe, of course, gets a mention in, in there as well. Not just for Cali Thistle, of course, for Ross County. Uh, Bobby Mann, we did mention him on the show last week. He is a, he, he's just a real cult hero. He's in there as well. Grant Monroe gets a mention, as I say. A mention for Ross Tokley as well. He did play centre-half at points as well. As his kind of career at Cali Thistle moved on, he kind of came in from right-back to uh, centre-half. Darren Dodds as well, a big mention for him. Uh, of course, in that kind of debut season in the SPL, uh, he, was, he was tremendous and it was a kind of real loss. Uh, when Darren Dodds went to Dundee United, it took Cali Thistle quite a while to, uh, you know, to get back on on level uh, footing when they lost Darren Dodds. It was a real kind of miss uh, for Charlie Christie at the time. Um, again, there's been a seems Alan Hertzer as well mentioned for Alan Hertzer as well in the early days uh, centre half. There seemed to be a lot of kind of guys who've been around for a long time. Uh, Bobby Mann, Grant Monroe, uh, Ross Tokley, Bobby Mann, uh, and the likes. I think I mentioned him twice. Um, Darren Dodds, I meant to say. 
um, centre half partnerships, Davy. First, what what are we looking for in a centre half partnership in this team, by the way? Somebody that can defend would be good. Aye, yeah, that would help. Um, they can distribute a ball out of defence. Um, who is able to steady the ship? Who shows a bit of leadership? Um, emphasis on the P there. Good, good, Davy. So, for me, Bobby Mann. Underrated, underrated. Goal Great. scorer. But aye, aye. He could ping a football, by the way. If he wanted a football to go 45 yards to his left at, at 270 degrees, that's where it went. Um, and that's where it stopped. He, brilliant ball control, and he never got enough. For me, he never got enough credit for that. And going the other way, his reading of the game, the game. was phenomenal. phenomenal. So th- he didn't have to be... He didn't have to be fast, or you know, or he, didn't, he could read a game. He just knew he was always where he needed to be. As a uh, big lad myself, uh, I think Bobby got a bit of a a tough time because he was, you know, a bit on the big side, and I think a lot of people, you know, here's here's Blobby that type of thing. You know, he's going to get you that. But he was a classy footballer. I think you're right. Was it not the song? He's fat, he's round, he's worth a million pounds. And Bobby, Bobby man. man. Was it not a story as well? I remember a story a few years ago. Um, I think it was John Robertson at the time. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was the Cali Thistle manager. And he... You know, sorry, Hibbs wanted to sign Bobby Mann. Bobby Williamson, another Bobby. Another big fat Bobby as well. He wanted a centre-half. And, um, and he was willing to, to sign Bobby Mann for Stephen Whitaker. And Derek Ryden. Now I'll take Bobby Mann as a footballer all day, but that is some swap deal if you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> all day well, long. All day long. And the panel were rendered speechless. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> well, you take you take Bobby Mann over Ryden and Whitaker, maybe not. No, maybe not. Future sell on all that. Mm-hmm. Well, your hindsight. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Your hindsight. You know. I'm sure, the nightclubs would have loved Ryden as well. Oh, up in this neck of the woods. Jeez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> scary, scary thoughts. <laughs> but Ryden, I think Ryden and Butcher in the same dressing room. I know. No, we'd be blunt. So Bobby Mann, yeah, I think we're getting away from from Big Bobby. Big Bobby. One of our centre halves, Jack. Yeah. Uh, well, I was unfortunate enough not to really remember much of ah, Bobby Mann yeah. playing, but obviously I heard plenty of stories about when he took free kicks that the wall was either going to go in with the ball as well so but yeah I think I think the the difficulty with picking a sort of Kai Thistle dream team is obviously the individual players are affected by the teams they were in and obviously the more successful team it's obviously going to come across that the player may have been better whereas maybe it was just 10 other guys around them who were Obviously affecting that, but I think um, <laughs> I'm get again Davy Balfour questioning my. <laughs> my I'm going to set you two apart next week. It's like a school <laughs> kind of teacher. I'm going to put you in that corner and you in that corner because Jack's looking very nervous over there in that that corner. Jack, I'm just you, are you right, Jack? To see where this is going? That's all, all right. Okay. Jack's of a slightly younger era, so I think Jack, just pick from from what you know. Yeah. Just go with what you, you know. Just go with what you know. But that's the beauty of it, because you know. I'm not going to devalue your opinion in any way at all. <laughs> okay, Jack, who's your it. who's your centre half partnership? Um, I'm actually going to go for the one season wonder, which was Roman Golubart. Good choice. Choice, mate. Who was easily the best player of that 
quite frankly, well, I wouldn't say it was a dreadful season. It was just an unfortunate season where injuries and suspensions played its part in a, and not a great season. But he was just phenomenal at the back, and even even scoring an overhead kick own goal raised an applause from the Kaithersol fans and. I think it just shows he's playing in the, the Bundesliga right now, so it shows he, he did have talent. and FA Cup winner as well yeah, last season, yep. It was incredible for... Well, he didn't... Well, me and Roman Galbert are the same age, which is quite incredible, considering just he looked... He looked he about... Looks thir- like a man. Well, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. <laughs> oh. No, but it's funny when Terry Butcher signed them as well, though. He was... Was it eighteen nineteen? Yeah. And he, I think he shaved <laughs> more than Derry. He had to shave because he just grew this big thick beard. But he, he's a good shout for a cult hero because Roman, I remember his debut at Pataudry and he, he made the mistake and uh, Aberdeen went on to to, to score and make it two 0 and then um, I think the next time they played Aberdeen at December uh, in December he scored the header that made it two mm-hmm. one and suddenly he's a hero and it was it was a great story. I, I really liked the. He, the Roman Golabart story, aye. He still lists his Cali Thistle Online Player of the Year award as one of his lifetime achievement <laughs> achievements. <laughs> so, yes. He was great value as well. He was good. Yeah. He's oh, he's good to follow on Twitter. Oh, uh, he's very unique on Twitter. I, I definitely uh, big him up on Twitter. Uh, so, so Bobby Mann is is, is going to be your choice for that 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 role there, Davey. Roman Golabart from Jack. Andy, we'll choose just just one centre half at the moment, and we'll decide. Yeah. I would, have us. To, I would have to go with Davey I've seen uh, Bobby Mann play when he was in the team I've seen him play when he was at other teams and I've seen him coming back playing legends and he is a legend um, he comes back um, I think if you had Bobby Mann now as a youngster he would be a sensational mm-hmm. um, you know we joke about him carrying the weight and stuff and again it's all about the levels of professionalism that football have seemed to have gone through you know that, uh, that, that sort of stage when Bobby was shining it was a, was you know there there wasn't the 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 I would sort of say that the, the culture of, of them training hard of of looking after their you know the, the diets were really important the you know the the, the this whole um, ethos of of professionalism has changed from when he was there, um, but and as I say I've seen him even now carrying weight and he can read a game he can ping a ball and when he used to go up for the free kicks it was like this is mm-hmm. going in the net you know I mean it was I remember when Barry Robson played with us and, and you know and he used to take a, a mean free kick but when Bobby stood up <laughs> if it was on target it was in the net you know that, especially if the keeper missed it just how, much, <laughs> how much deb, how much deb Debbie was left the way through, right? it was collateral damage there as, he, as it was going on so for me it's Bobby um, just now um, but I always think when we're talking about this that in two or three years time it might change because the potential that's around Cali Thistle just now mm-hmm. um, to, to achieve great things mm-hmm. um, is, is clear I think Bobby Mann's a one-off as well you're not going to get another Bobby Mann are you but no. you're going to get someone that, that as you say in a couple of years time I think Gary Warren is in that mould as well yeah. you know he's a fan's favourite throws absolutely everything in front of um, you know the ball to, to protect mm-hmm. his, his team and, and, and hold on to the leads and what have you uh, Don who are you going for as a, a centre half to, for the dream team Bobby Mann has to take one of the has definitely without a shadow of a doubt will take one of, the, one of my slots mm-hmm. in there and I've gone through and I've looked at every combination of you know thinking about it in the last week who what, what, Bobby Mann just every time I think I'm going to chuck in Grant Monroe as well 
um, a real kind of servant to Cali Thistle. Okay, he crossed the bridge, but I think he crossed the bridge. You know, he wasn't like it was his own choice to. You know, he had to find a, a club, and I think he he deserves a place in and around the dream team as well. I mean, that goal, uh, one of his last uh, home games against Celtic, will, will stay with me forever because I remember doing commentary with Barry Wilson, and Barry was almost in tears you know for his, for his mate obviously having to move on from mm. a club he loved and stuff like that and I, I noticed I'm, I'm sure it was your son uh, on Twitter uh, a few months ago managed to get Grant with a Cali Thistle scarf yeah. around him with his Ross County tracksuit as well and that just shows you the guy, I mean the guy still has a, a, a kind of soft spot for a Cali Thistle and he you know, he, he did enjoy his time at the club as well and he's a, he's a never nice lad as well so yeah. I'm going to chuck him in there so we're left with three Suggestions. We could have a bench. Well, do you know what? Bobby Man is one of my suggestions. That's just one. You okay. Know? Um, and you know, I'm, if if we were going to do a second one, Grant Monroe, Grant Monroe would uh, have been my second would have been alongside Bobby. Um, second choice, Andy, out with Bobby. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Grant. Grant. He went through this long period. You know, he had he had a couple of day. You know, a couple of periods when he, he kind of had a you know a wobble, which all footballers do. Yeah. But actually, he, he did it. He put himself on the line. He was committed. Um, he was powerful. He won headers, scored goals. Uh, and as you say, yeah, that, that, that goal at the end uh, and that, that win that effectively took the title off Celtic. Yep. Um, uh, yeah, he had a great, was, he had a great uh, scoring record against yeah, Celtic, Celtic as well. Celtic, yeah. Oh, he scored he, even at County, yeah. he scored one last season at County. Um, yeah. Very similar. Jack, who would be your second choice to... Uh, I think it has to be Gary Warren really he's just epitomises everything I think a centre defender needs to be and he keeps the ball on the ground as well which right, starts the attacks from the back and Josh Meekins is a very close sort of second I, I, I think Josh Meekins is going to be an absolute stalwart in this Cali Thistle team mm-hmm. he's, I, I think he's going to be the young player of the SPFL so yeah I'd say Gary Warren and uh, Roman Galbert would probably make quite a, a good wee Partnership, Davy, your second choice out with Bobby Mann. I think I'd go. I, I, okay. I, I think Roman Golovic's a great choice. Yeah, it is. I, I'd, I'd love to. I completely him. forgot about I, him as well. I'd love, to, I'd love to see Roman play with with, with Gary Warren. Play off you, and that's no disrespect whatsoever to Josh Meekin. So I think we've we'll had in a few mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. but in a few years, Grant Monroe. I think I'll go with Grant here, if only for the absolute pleasure that he gave me. For getting Neil Lennon to do that daft wee dance and then kick a water bottles everywhere. He's <laughs> <laughs> to be applauded for that's a service to humanity. Thank you, Granty. So I think we'll go with Bobby Mann and Grant Monroe's as centre halves. But I tell you what, if you were a manager and you had Mann, Monroe, Warren and Golabart as your, your four centre halves in your squad, you're not going far wrong, that's for no. sure. Mm. That's it from us here on the Cali Thistle Fan Zone. Next week we'll look at look at uh, left midfield for our dream team, as well as look ahead to the game with Kilmarnock after the international break. A long trip to Kilmarnock, and hopefully we'll be talking about some Billy Mackay goals for Northern Ireland. Yes, they played Portugal, aren't they? So, yeah, Friday. So, there we go. There right. we go. Good stuff. Thanks to. There you are, Billy. Davey, Jack, Andy and Don. We'll see you next week. The Cali Thistle Fan Zone on MFR with Ian Ald. Listen again at mfr.co.uk slash Cali Thistle. Thank you for downloading this podcast.
Get more from the North's number one radio station at mfr.co.uk.